0: This is Pastor D-R-E on the M-I-C and this is day 41, Prime Cuts. How you doing on today? Hope that you had a good week on this week. I hope it has been sweet. And if it hasn't been sweet, this is your time for release. So come on, let your head down and give God some praise right now. Come on, let me hear you. Let me hear you. The Bible says I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth come on let me hear you come on come on come on people let's bless them at all times so listen as we always do there's a declaration we make every moment every show we make this at the beginning come on just say it with me just say i believe that god's word is true it is the final authority in my life therefore everything that god has said concerning me shall come to pass now with that being said i want to put this in your ear acts 2:17 says and it shall come to pass in the last days says god that i will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Why did I bring this up for our declaration? Because when I came in, right before I came in today, I heard this young lady on this app, and she was speaking to an audience, and uh, she started speaking just really... uh, uh, I, It's almost propaganda, I guess you could say. She just really started talking crazy because, you know, it was one of those people who talks about America being her country and it's white people's country and and uh, you know, she had the nerve to say that you know this is you know pretty much her people are God's people, as if to say that no one else on this planet mattered. God is not concerned about anybody else on this earth god is not going to use anybody else on this earth let me let me just speak to this right now let me just set the record straight because she was talking that you know uh go back to africa uh speech you know everybody needs to go back to where they came from and i'm listening to her and i'm like she's missing she she's just really missing a lot first of all god loves Everybody, I want you to know right now that God loves you. Okay. secondly, let me just say this. The same person who is saying everyone needs to go back to their own country. That would mean her, too, if she's just looking at where people originally came from, because anybody who does any type of research understands that the Indians were here first. All right. Secondly, you can't if you're going to say, well, you were born here. Well, so was. Uh, a lot of other ethnicities were born here. Me, as a black man, was born here. Uh, there are Muslims uh, or or Arabian, or whatever ethnicity. There are a lot of different ethnicities that were born here—black, brown, purple, whatever. If they were born here, they're Americans. And and so I, I just can't I can't stand when people try to bring God into that. And and let me just say this as well. Be careful that you don't start listening to this propaganda that people are spreading now, because many of these people who are who are spewing hate speech uh, uh, are using God's name in it. And just be careful that you don't allow them to make you look at God any differently. I want you to know that God loves you. He, he's concerned about you. He said in his word, he will use you. He said, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. He didn't name a gender. He didn't name a race. He said all flesh. And that's what I believe. That's what I'm going to declare for my life. God is going to use me. There I, there, you go. I said it. All right. I'll be back with you. Okay. This is Pastor D-R-E, and what I want to tell you is knowledge is power. As a matter of fact, the Bible says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Well, I have a recommendation for you, and that is the YouTube channel, Earn Your Leisure. That's right, Earn Your Leisure. On this channel, you will be flooded with knowledge. On this channel, they bring on some of the top people in their field, And they give you the knowledge absolutely free. So now listen, whether it be subjects like finance as far as building wealth or saving, or maybe you want to know about stock options, what you should invest in, or maybe you just want to know the information that many of the upper class know. This is the channel for you. Check them out. Earn your leisure all right back here with you man 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 you know it's it's oh goodness you know when i hear stuff like that you know when i hear people talk about how this is their country and they make god seem like a racist it really excuse my my words but it really pisses me off uh because that's not the god i know i'm so glad that i was raised the way i was raised uh where god really didn't have a color you know and it doesn't just happen with with white people there are some black people that just feel like god is white and so that's why many times they don't believe in god or you know sometimes it's 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 just all mess i I can't stand when we try to put god with a certain type of people or a certain group of people certain classes of people you know they they just got the game messed up and i i hope that we get to a point where where many people know God for themselves have a relationship with God for themselves that's why it's important to have a relationship with God for yourself because if you listen to some of these people you would never think that God could ever care about you you would never think that and i just find it funny you know when i hear people you know particularly white people who say um you know, you need to go back, you know, to your country and God is for the white people, then why you came and got us? You know, we didn't ask to be here. If you're just talking about the race as a whole, we didn't ask to be here. Y'all brought us here, y'all stole us. And some of us were sold to y'all. And then we didn't try, we, we didn't try to learn Christianity. Y'all forced it on us. You know, but that's another discussion. That's a whole nother discussion. I'm glad you did force it on us because I wouldn't know Christ for myself. Now that I know, now you now you want, <laughs> now you don't believe that I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be saved or I have the ability to be saved. You talk to some of these people, it'll, it'll make you, oh my goodness. Anyway, let's get out of that. Let's get out of that. I'm just glad I know God for myself. I'm just glad I've been able to Experience his love for myself. There's something about experiencing God's love for yourself, for yourself, more than just being in a church, in a church building, more than just reading hymns, but actually feeling the love of God for yourself. Man, it's a feeling that, quite honestly, I can't really explain. Uh, It is very much tangible. It is not something that I have to believe. I can feel it. Uh, I have had experiences, which I don't have time to go into, but I have had experiences where I've actually felt His love, and people who are who are close to God understand what I'm talking about right now. And I, I just want, I just want everybody to know God for themselves and experience the God that I know, you know. So you won't have any room for people to tell you that He isn't He isn't real. You won't have any room for for people like that woman who was uh, speaking that hate speech and and uh you know just really it, it was sad it was really sad and you call yourself a Christian anyway, let's get into the word I want to be I want to talk to you uh, from this passage second Samuel chapter 9 verse one through seven. seven second Samuel chapter nine verse one through seven. it says now David now David said, is there still anyone who is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. So when they had called him to David, the king said to him, are you Ziba? He said, at your service. Then the king said, is there, is there not still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? And Ziba said to the king, there is still a son of Jonathan who is laying in his feet. So the king said to him, where is he? And Ziba said to the king, indeed, he is in the house of Makar, the son of Amiel in Lodibar. Then King David sent and brought him out of the house of Makar, the son of Amiel, from Lodibar. Now, when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, he fell on his face and prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth, and he said, here is your servant. So David said to him, do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake, and will restore to you all the land of Saul, your grandfather and you shall not, and you shall eat bread at my table continually. What I want to just tell you on today, on today, for those who are feeling down, for those who may have had a rough time in life, for those who who may have had uh, things happen to them that you did not expect to happen to you, I just want you to know that you're coming out of your low place you're coming out of Lodi I want you to know that you have not left the eyesight of God you have not left the presence of God God knows where you are God is still concerned about you you may have not had a good beginning but your end is gonna be better your latter days shall be greater than your former day i want you to know that weeping may endure for a night well i feel it already weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning god has your back god knows where you are god is not going to allow you to fail you're coming out of loaded bar Hallelujah. Psalms 121 verse 1 through 4 says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep what the scripture is basically saying is he said it's it's asking a question in the beginning he says do i look to the to to the eyes do i put my eyes to the mountains and 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 basically saying does my help come from the mountains or from other gods or or from other people says no my help comes from the lord now look what he talks about this is david speaking look at what he says about the lord he said he is the maker of heaven and earth he will not let your foot slip. Understand, he will not let your foot slip. He does not slumber nor sleep. I know sometimes it seems like God is sleeping. Sometimes it seems like God isn't working on your behalf, but is there anybody who is listening to me right now can say that he is working behind the scenes? Glory to God. I can tell you many of times that I was like, okay, Lord, where are you? It's getting kind of deep right now. It's getting kind of close right now. And just when I thought maybe, just maybe he wasn't going to show up, God shows up. It was. It's kind of like what the old people used to say. He may not come when you want him, <laughs> but he's right on time. God is always on time. God is never taking his eyes off you. He knows all about your problems. He knows all about your issues. He's there for you. He's, he's, he's there for you. You're coming out of your loadie bar. Hallelujah. This is your time to come out of your loadie bar. Glory to God. Well, if God was really for me, why am I still in Bar? Well, let me ask you this. If God was not for you, how did you survive Bar? Think about that for a minute. Oh, God, how did you survive Bar if God was not with you? What, what am I saying? Even in your low point, God still shows that he's with you. Oh, come on here. I have been in some low points in my life and and I have complained and I have said, God, I don't deserve this. And I, I have said, God, I, I, I don't know where where you are, you know, and and I'm looking at where I am in my low place and I'm I'm looking and I'm saying when I when I come to myself, I got to say, you know, He has shown that he is still with me because many people that went to that low place like i was did not come back many people that was in that low place did not survive oh god how did you survive the 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 trials in your life how did you survive those issues and the troubles in your life when other people Passed and, and other people just died and, and, and other people didn't didn't make it out. How did you make it out? It was nobody but God. God is with you, whether you know it or not. Well, you should know it now. God is with you. As a matter of fact, I just want you to say that to yourself. God is with me. Say it again. God is with me. Despite where I may be in my life, what no matter what season I'm in in my life, God is with me hallelujah so we're looking at mephibosheth and many people don't talk about mephibosheth because at this point he hasn't been relevant although he is a king's kid you see mephibosheth uh ended up in lodibar at the age of five because of his grandfather making some bad decisions You must understand that Mephibosheth at the age of five was dropped by the nurse who was taking care of him when they went to invade the uh, uh, kingdom of Saul. When they went to invade his kingdom, while they were trying to escape, the nurse dropped him. And the Bible says he was lame in both feet. Not only was he dropped at the age of five and lame in both feet at the age of five, but he ended up in a place Called Lodi Bar. Now, if you do any research with Lodi Bar, you will understand that this place is a place where people go to die. This place is a place where people uh uh go to um just just lose communication. As a matter of fact, there was no communication in Lodi Bar. Uh, when you look at the definition of what it actually means, it means that. Lodibar means no green pastures. so so this is a desolate place. This is a place of no green pastures. This is a place of no prosperity, and a king's kid has ended up in Lodibar. And here's the thing that we got to understand. it was not his fault. Oh, I think I hit a nerve right there. It wasn't his fault. He's, he's lame in both feet and he's in Lodibar. I, I saw one author describe it as a ghetto. He's He's in this ghetto. He's lame in both feet and he's a king's kid. And he's dealing with this from the age of five till he's grown. And it's not his fault. Oh goodness. Let, let me ask you a question. How many times have you found yourself dealing with issues that you did not create? Oh God. How many times have you found yourself uh uh having to deal with 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 family secrets that you didn't create you you had to deal with not having a a a father in your life you don't know how to be a father because uh you didn't have a father and so now you're trying to figure out how to be a father and 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 it's it's the same thing as someone dropping you someone dropped the ball with you so you never learned how to be a father Your, your your parents didn't tell you uh how to balance of budget you know and so now you're dealing with how do i survive because no one taught me we, you got other serious things as far as you know uh, uh your spouse leaving you and so now you're dealing with all these bills and dealing with being alone and raising kids by yourself somebody dropped you all i'm saying is there are people that deal with things that they did not cause and many times it's harder to bounce back from the things you didn't cause because you don't know how to fix it oh god somebody you understand what I'm saying it would be easier for me to fix the situation if I knew where the break was if I caused my downfall then I am more likely able to find out how to fix it because I caused it. You understand? But when someone has caused harm to me and I had nothing to do with it, how do I fix it? Now, you know, he's five and he's five at the time, and now he's a grown man still trying to fix things that happened in his childhood. How many people have been through that? Where you're still trying to get over things that happened in your childhood when you're still trying to get over things that happened 15 20 years ago you have no idea how to fix it because you know it wasn't something that you caused can i go a little deeper you you have no idea how to fix it or why you are a certain way or why you are broken in certain areas because you didn't cause it and no one told you about it and so now you're broken and you are saying, i wish i could get this off me i, wish I I could be better, but you don't know where to start because you didn't cause it. This is what he's dealing with. He's broken and he's in a place of no communication. He's in a place of no green pastures. He is set up for failure. Like many of us. We have been set up for failure. I really could say some things right now, but I won't. But we are set up for failure. Many of us are set up for failure, and we don't know how to come out. And so in many ways, we are like the son of Jonathan, Mephibosheth. We are like Mephibosheth, where we're lame in both feet. And we're in loaded bar i can't chase my dream because i'm lame in both feet and i'm in loaded bar if i had people around me that could support me maybe i would be be better i I would be better but i'm in loaded bar and i'm in a place where no one cares about me i'm in a place of no communication Can I say something? Many of us we 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 have the tendency to look at people and we say why won't they get up? Why won't they make their life better? After all I got a good life, they can do the same thing I can do. That's true to an extent, to a measure as my old pastor would say, to a measure. But see, you don't understand. You had a good support system when you came up. But they're in Lodi Bar. They have no support system well i'm from the streets too yeah you're from the streets but you still had a support system and don't get it twisted loaded bar is not just a place but it is a state of mind because because after you have fallen after you have had failure in your life constant failure in your life constantly betrayed in your life you can find yourself being in a place where no one can reach you because you have given up on life you're in loady bar you're in a mental loadie bar and although there may be yes there may be uh uh things around you and uh uh resources around you your mind is gone you don't know how to come out of your you can't get out of your own head because you're in loady bar in your mind you're in a mental loady bar imagine what Mephibosheth has had to deal with he has lost his grandfather he has lost his father he has lost the 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 the, the only you know those few fleeting memories he has of being a king's kid at five years old he lost it he has had to i imagine he has had to listen to the whispers of what his father used to be and the whispers of how they judge him and and how they see him now and the whispers of how you you know he's he's supposed to be a king's kid but look at him he's lame in both feet he's no good for anything from five years old to an adult listening to people Whisper around you when you come around, people get quiet and they just whisper about you. You know they're whispering about you, and you get talked about so much that even when people aren't talking about you, you figure they're talking about you because you've always been uh uh a point of reference to what has happened. He's dealing with a lot, it's one thing to fail in private but when you fail in public oh god it's a different story oh yeah the divorce may not hurt as much when it's private but when it becomes public it's different and so he's went through all of this lame in both feet never really had a chance stuck in Lodibar, ball never really had a chance he is just toiling he's toiling in his sorrow and in one moment in one moment he hears a knock at the door. And it says, the king has summoned you. (laughs) Hallelujah. The king has summoned you. Oh God. You mean to tell me I went from being lame in both feet, I'm still lame in both feet. I haven't been thought of for years. But now the king wants me. Let me tell you something. Even when you feel like no one is concerned about you, God is concerned about you. And it just takes him summoning you one time. Just one time. Oh, God. The Bible says that, you know, they they came to his house and got him imagine he's in his sorrow but just on the other side of that door is his hope is his breakthrough is his deliverance is a better life just on the other side of the door so what i want to tell you today is don't be scared to answer the door Oh God, don't be scared to answer the door. I know you have had a rough moment from this from, from this moment. You've had a rough moment, you know, in your past and everything that you've went through, you've, you've been through it, but don't be scared to answer the door. Your life is not over. Answer the door. Answer the call. God is calling you. If you can just muster up enough strength if you can just say i'll 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 do it one more time you'll never know what's on the other side of that door i i I posted a, a a post this week and it said just when i feel like giving up i get curious and that's how it is for me There's been, oh my God, you have no idea all the things I've been through publicly and privately. You have no idea. But just when I get ready to give up, I myself get curious because I've seen God just work things out on my behalf too many times. And so when I'm ready to throw in the towel, I get curious. Don't, get so down that you don't answer the door answer the door hallelujah he's coming for you the bible says the king summoned him his word summoned him david didn't go down himself but his word summoned him oh god listen don't get caught up in the in the person who comes to get you Get caught up in the person who sent for you. Oh God, don't get caught up in in what you know who came to get you. Get caught up in who sent you. Hallelujah! It is God's word that has come to get you. It is God's word that's going to make the difference. See, see, King David. You know, the moment he asked for Mephibosheth, his life changed, because the king's word cannot fall to the ground it cannot return void so if he sends for for anybody they have to come and whatever the king says about them it must be well same thing with god in your life if the king calls for you god calls for you it doesn't matter who says uh anything about you oh you coming out And whatever he said about you, it has to come to pass. His word cannot return to him void. The power is in his word. Hello, somebody. The power is in his word. It was God's word. It was Jesus' word that healed the Canaanite's daughter. It was Jesus' word when the centurion said, my servant is sick. He said, you don't need to come to my house, but just speak the word and my servant shall be healed. It was his word. Sucks. it was his word that made Lazarus come out of that grave. When he called Lazarus, Lazarus came out of that grave. He didn't go in there and fetch him, but he just sent forth his word. I heard a preacher say, if he didn't call Lazarus by name, every every grave would have opened up. That's how much power is in his word. If he would have just said, come out the grave, Every grave would have opened up. But he called Lazarus, he said, Lazarus come forth. And what happened? Lazarus came forth by the power of his word. Never laid hands on him. It was his word. So what am I saying to you on today? You're coming out. You're coming out. Now, I ministered this message. If you want the whole message, you can go to Day 41 Outreach Facebook page. Day 41 Outreach Facebook page, and you can see the whole message. Because I went a little more in in depth with it. But you're coming out. As a matter of fact, as I said before, don't get don't get lost or caught up with with who came to get you or who spoke the word should I say who's delivering the word but get caught up in who spoke the word I'm telling you what God says you're coming out you're coming out It's just a matter of time. Answer the door. You're coming out. You're coming out of your loaded bar. Your season of struggling is over. Your season of depression is over. I declare it. Your season of depression is over. You're coming out. Here's what I like about this scripture. It says... It says, "You will always eat at my table." That's what David told Mephibosheth. You will always eat at my table. As a matter of fact, in verse eleven, I believe it's eleven. He says, "You will, you will sit at my table, eat at my table as one of the uh, king's sons." Now, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm about out of time, but let me just, let me just say this. I want you to notice this. He was lame in both feet. He was in Lodebar. David sent forth sent uh sent word to him to get him. He comes to David. He is given back the land that his father had and his grandfather had. He is given servants. He now has a seat at the table with the king. And the Bible never said he was healed of being lame in both feet. He still had that same issue, but the grace of God The favor of God rested on him. Let me tell you something. I don't know what you might feel is holding you back, whether it be education, whether it may be a physical ailment, but God's grace is going to cover you. What is God's grace? God's grace is his unmerited favor. It's going to cover you. It's going to cause you to have great days, many days. Your latter day is going to be greater than your former day. You just got to believe it. You just got to receive it. Now, I just want to tell you right now, receive it. You're coming out of Lodibar. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he fight your battles? Won't he make your enemies your footstool? Won't he give you joy and sorrow? Won't he give you hope for tomorrow? Won't he, won't it, won't it, won't it, won't it. He. <laughs> hey, shout out to Pastor McKissick Jr., man, I love that dude. I, you know, I use that, I use I listen to his video. He got a couple of videos that I listen to. Uh, but there's there's a few that I, I start my day off with just to have that energy, you know, and just to have that mindset and hear him say and and me to say it with within myself, won't he do it? Amen, amen. Listen, we're going to get into some headlines, headlines. Okay, so let's talk. There is a story out in uh, Odessa, Texas, and I'm going to pull it up now. Odessa, Texas. And it reads, this is from AtlantaBlackStar.com. You can check out the article for yourself. The headline reads, Eighth grade student arrested on felony charges, after repeatedly punching a teacher and slamming her head on the desk because she confiscated his phone. Because she confiscated his phone. So, here we are with this story. A 14-year-old boy has assaulted a teacher because she took his phone. he She took it. He tried to get it back. She said, you're not getting it back. You know, didn't grab him or anything. But he grabbed her, wrestled her down to the ground, and began repeatedly punching her and slamming her head on the desk. Now, wait a minute. You mean to tell me all this was going on. First of all, I want to know this. So if you read the article, the article says that the students didn't try to help her, but students grabbed their phone. Ain't that like how we do now? We see something going on. We see somebody in distress. We don't try to help them. We try to star. We try to TMZ. We don't try to do, we don't try to help anybody. And I'm so sick of seeing that. I mean, I understand when it becomes, you know, a very dangerous situation, I got it. But look, this is a, a, a teacher, a female teacher getting assaulted by a 14-year-old boy over a phone, having her head repeatedly slammed against the desk. Why didn't nobody try to alert, you know, the authorities or, or the the you know another teacher across the hall. I mean anything. Your first instinct is to record all this. That is a crying shame. Now I want everybody who had that energy who, who keep talking about, you know they're sick of seeing uh, teachers put hands on on kids. I want those same people to have that same energy and, and talk about this. because this is why, you have a lot of teachers that end up, you know, maybe grabbing them a little bit, you know, not even fighting them, but just grabbing them because they know you got kids like this now. It's a lot of kids. They're, they're, every kid ain't bad, but there are a lot of kids that have just that is just very disrespectful. And I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a let y'all in on a little secret. Growing up, I always wanted to be a history teacher. But after seeing that, or hearing that, uh, the probability of me being, um, having a long career, particularly with the eighth grader, you know, around eighth grade, ninth grade, they start smelling they stuff. The probability of me having a long career is not good. It's, it's not good. And maybe that's why I never you know, got into it because you got one time, one time to put your hands on me. And furthermore, I wish my wife was a teacher and my wife. I got to visit my wife in the hospital because this little eighth grade boy, man, please. But it's it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. They said he was arrested on felony charges. And, you know, I know some people say he doesn't need to be uh, uh, prosecuted as an adult. Or anything like that Hey You do something like that You know how, how do I defend that He didn't just punch her He beat this woman So you know Hey I, we, we, We'll keep up with this story Hopefully they'll give us more information with this story And see what happens with him Okay, But very unfortunate Let, Let's turn to another story This is from greedyfinance.com And a gentleman by the name of Mr. Anders Uh Otha Anders as a matter of fact Um Just turned in Pennies that he had been collecting For over 45 years It is said that he went to his local bank First of all he called them And let them know that he was gonna be Uh Stopping by with this big deposit And uh (laughs) Which was good because, you know, a lot of those tell us what you don't walk in in a bank with fifteen water jugs. He got these big water jugs, you know the the ones that you find in the uh, in the offices that be at the fountains or whatever. He has fifteen of those full of pennies. Don't you walk in there and don't tell nobody you' coming. You' talking about getting cussed out. Oh my goodness. But so, yeah, he he turned in all his pennies. He had been collecting for 45 years. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a good story. So what what do you think he he got? How much do you think he got? They helped him, you know, deposit the pennies and everything else. How much do you think he got? 10, 10,000, 20,000? No, not quite. The total came to $5,136 and some change. $5,136 and some change. Which still isn't bad. I mean, listen, that's not bad. It took 45 years, but this wasn't something, you know, he was he was doing to try to pay a bill. You know, he's just he's just like, I'm gonna save money. And you know, if people are throwing away their pennies, why not save it? Why not get it? You know, I mean, sucks. There have been times I've been vacuum, vacuuming out my car, and it'd be a penny on a penny on the uh, on the uh, floor, and I gotta make a decision: Am I gonna bend over to the other side of the car to retrieve that penny, or am I gonna let the vacuum suck it up? Don't judge me. Don't don't judge me. Listen, there there have been times I know I'm not the only one. Somebody somebody else has done this too. But you know you've been in line at the grocery store and the and the person hand you back they hand you back the change and uh that penny drops. You got a decision to make. Do I use my energy to pick up that penny or do I just let it ride? Don't judge me. I know I'm not the only one that just said, "Man, you know what?" they can get the penny they can keep the penny (laughs) they can keep that penny but uh yeah so this gentleman 45 years five thousand dollars something he did as a hobby and honestly he wasn't gonna turn it in but he decided to turn it in decent payday for just a hobby right okay uh in other news we got on parade.com listen to this pepsi has just announced a new limited edition dessert-inspired flavors. or oh, it's flavors. Not just one flavor. Flavors. So, Pepsi is coming out with limited edition flavors uh, based on s'mores, apparently. Yeah, based on s'mores. So, the first one is going to be Toasty Marshmallow. Uh, the second one will be uh, graham, cracker, graham cracker flavor, and the other one is going to be chocolate filled with cocoa and a hint of vanilla. Hmm, what do you think? Are you are you gonna try it out? Pepsi's uh, Pepsi limited edition, limited edition Pepsi's based on s'mores. You got the graham cracker uh, Pepsi. You got the marshmallow Pepsi, and then you got the chocolate with a hint of vanilla Pepsi. Um, You know what, I, I do like to try stuff, so I'm probably going to uh, pick me up a case. I'm very interested in that chocolate one actually, but it might be good. Anyway, that's my time for the headlines, but there are more headlines to come. Maybe I'll do another show with some, some other headlines. There's so many. I can't get them all, but you got some of the headlines, all right? Be back with you. This is Pastor D.R.E., and what I want to tell you is knowledge is power. As a matter of fact, the Bible says my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Well, I have a recommendation for you, and that is the YouTube channel, Earn Your Leisure. That's right, Earn Your Leisure your leisure on this channel you will be flooded with knowledge on this channel they bring on some of the top people in their field and they give you the knowledge absolutely free so now listen whether it be subjects like finance as far as building wealth or saving or maybe you want to know about stock options what you should invest in or maybe you just want to know the information that many of the upper class know this is the channel for you. Check them out. Earn your leisure. All right, we're at the end of the show. Listen, I want to thank everybody for joining us on today. Hope that you enjoyed the broadcast. Um, it has been been very, very good. I have been uh, <laughs> really enjoying myself today. Listen, uh, I just want to tell you that I have some things coming up where I'm going to be doing uh, spoken word or poetry. Uh, Many people don't know that I actually do poetry. It's something that I like to do. And I actually stopped for a while, but I decided to pick it back up uh, because I met uh, someone who was like-minded. Her name is Carletta Carey, and it is on the Wisdom app. For those who don't have the Wisdom app, you can download it for absolutely free Wisdom app. Wisdom app. It's absolutely free. And there is a subscriber on there by the name of Carletta Carey. That's C-A-R-L-E-T-T-A Carey, C-A-R-E-Y. And every Friday night at 10 p.m., she runs an open mic if you're on the East Coast. 10 p.m. on the East Coast. She runs an open mic. And so uh, I got on there a couple weeks ago. And uh, did something I have never done. I've never really uh, done uh, spoken word out loud. But I think it went pretty good. And so we got to talking. And we're going to set up almost like a poetry versus. So the more information I get, the more I will let you know. I will keep you updated with all the latest information. But yeah, I will be doing some spoken word pretty soon. Only on the Wisdom app. Maybe I can download it to a a show uh, maybe later on, but definitely it's going to be on the Wisdom app and I'm looking forward to it. Listen, I want to talk about this for just a brief moment. Um, You know, I'm very big on family and relationships and, you know, that's just how I am. Uh, So one of the things that I was looking at or have noticed recently that there has been kind of an outcry from men of all people um, about women today and and I must say that women today are not like how they used to be um and you know it can be good but so so here's the thing all I want to say is be careful that you don't destroy your own house just be careful that you don't destroy your own house you know that saying in uh proverbs chapter 14 uh verse one it says you know a wise woman uh builds her house and a and a foolish woman tears her own house down with her bare hands it's something to that effect just be careful that you're not the foolish woman that tears down your your own house because I have noticed, I've noticed for for a while now, but it's definitely come about recently with all the uh, social media. And then, you know, of course, Bishop Jakes had the big uh, thing at his church where they say he was degrading women, which he was not. Uh, If you listen to the sermon that he actually preached on Father's Day, when it says real men poor, he was actually talking about how some women are the way they are because men didn't do their job. And so men need to do a better job of protecting their women, protecting their wives, protecting their daughters, protecting their mothers. You know, we we have to do a better job at that. With that being said, you cannot, you you got to be honest and just say that some women, not all, but some women have really changed for the worse what made them so beautiful they're not as beautiful you know a lot of women are very um angry right now a lot of women act very shrewd uh I won't say a lot i say some some act very shrewd um and so we're just in this culture where women aren't being the nurturers that they once was, you know, and it's a shame because that's what made you so beautiful, you know. I, here, here's a point: I have never heard a man say, "I don't need a woman." I've never heard that. I have never heard that. I don't need a woman because even though some some men might be. Um, some, some might be kind of scared to commit. We understand the power of a woman. Even if we, we don't understand the power of the woman we got per se, we understand the power of a woman. We, I've never heard a man say, I don't need a woman, but I have heard many women say, I don't need a man at all. And so it's like it just some some women are so angry, you know, and and I got it. I got it. Some of some of you are angry because no one protected you. And so because no one protected you, the man in your life, whether that be the father, whether that be the husband, you know, because they didn't protect you, you had to become something that you were not supposed to become. You had to deal with things you shouldn't have had to deal with. You had to become the breadwinner. You had to be the disciplinarian. You, you had to uh, um, just really be out there and assert yourself. And And so for that, you know, I apologize for every man that did you wrong in your life. But I just wanna say, and I'm not bashing women. I just wanna say, be careful that you don't lose what made you beautiful you know what made you what made you desirable you know just 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 be careful you know because i still say to this day there's nothing better than a good woman and every man if he be honest they will tell you there's nothing better than a good woman and i've seen women change men who i thought could never be changed but when they find that good woman in their life they put they put down that that foolishness well if you got women who are just trying to be who are becoming more and more like men or a type of man it's not good for anybody so for that I do apologize for every man that did you wrong and maybe you had to do some things that you didn't uh wanna do. I apologize for every man that did you wrong. Uh we just need our our wives back. We need our mothers back. You know. Here, here, here's my theory. Just listen to my theory. Because we do have there there is there is uh there has been a, a definite disconnect. In a lot of in a lot of ways, but you know, many men will say they don't know how to be fathers, how to be a man, because they never had one. Either the man that produced them is gone, or he's an absentee father. In the household, he's an absentee husband. In the household, in other words, he just come home and he has no impact whatsoever. He's out, you know, trying to make ends meet or whatever. How, however, it may come, or however it may, however it may have happened, he doesn't have the impact or the influence he should have in the home. Here's my theory: Could we be going to Could we be seeing the same thing happen to young women, young ladies in the future? Or is it even happening now where young ladies don't know how to be women? Young ladies don't know how to be mothers. Young ladies don't know how to be wives because their mother wasn't there to teach them. Because their mother was you know out in corporate America because uh their mother was just busy you know it's not even corporate America with some it's just that you know women don't want to stay home no more you know or they might be working It, it it could be so many things but could there be an impact on young ladies uh because their mothers aren't aren't there anymore the same way it was a impact or a problem for young men to learn to be men because our fathers wasn't there could it be the same thing going on with women they don't know how to be women they don't know how to be mothers or wives because their mother wasn't there it's just something to think about and yes once again i understand that some women hey you got to do what you got to do you know some of you got to bring home the bacon and it and everything else but you can't lose sight of who you may be affecting you can't lose sight of that you can't lose sight of who you really are just like men can't lose lose sight of who they are affecting men it's it's the same thing for both men and women men and women men don't have the excuse of oh i was out working all day i still got to be available for my son i still got to be available for my wife or i should be available because it's important you know, yes, I bring home the bacon, but, you know, I still need to be there to support my my wife, my daughter, my son. I got to be available. And so all I'm saying is, could it be the same thing that's going on with women nowadays? Because it's not like it used to be. It's not like it used to be. Here's, here's another thought, and I'm going to end it on this one. So we know that mother's day is one of the biggest holidays of the year why because everybody loves their mother everybody has been nurtured by their mother you know most people have the story of when everybody else gave up on them their mama wouldn't give up on them we also know that father's day you can you know you can find any table on father's day it's like a regular day in the restaurants you know ain't too much happening on father's day why because it's the impact in most houses not every house but in most houses mothers have impact in most houses more than fathers and that's just that's just the truth i mean mother's day shows it mother's day shows it i'm not saying anything wrong it's just the truth but if this trend continues to where we have absentee mothers in the home if this this trend continues, because it it has to be happening where mothers aren't being nurturers to the children or to their daughters like they used to be. Could we see Mother's Day get the same amount of attention that Father's Day get? Which is not a lot. Just something to think about. I, I appreciate every woman that's ever been in my life i know how powerful you are i'm just saying don't forget who you are that's all i'm saying all right so thank you for joining us on today hope that you enjoyed the podcast hope i didn't make you mad on this last part but if i did maybe it'll make you think okay i love you anyway all right you all be safe have a good weekend